0: Okay, you ready? Go. Hi, and welcome to Sounds Fabulous, your weekly podcast brought to you by Images Everything Los Angeles and infabulous.com. I'm Tommy Gable. I'm Kemper Hill. Today is Saturday, December 15th, 2007. Two of a kind, for your information, we're two of a kind, two of a kind. My Well, we're quickly approaching the holidays, aren't we, Camber Hill? We are, and I'm excited about all of them. Welcome back to another episode of Sounds Fabulous. Thank you. I'm Tommy Gable. I'm Camber Hill. Um, of the 12 elements of thinking fabulous that we've talked about so far, um, we have a couple left, don't we? And we have which a few. One, which one are we working on tonight? Tonight we're working on integrity. Integrity. Not an easy subject matter for yeah, anyone. really not. I'm surprised we haven't tackle this one before. It seems it would be near the top of your list, wouldn't it?
1: Well, I was at the top of the list. Unfortunately, I was beside myself and we skipped right over it. Really? Yes. I lost my integrity and I skipped right down to other things like forgiveness and other areas. And it
0: does seem like one that we normally would have yeah. hit already. And you know
1: who I think is um, has integrity right off the bat? Our, our children. Children. They're the ones we tell, shh, do not say that. <laughs> do not speak from your center of your opinion. We don't need Curtail integrity. that. Curtail that integrity, young man.
0: Uh, who's our special guest we're speaking with this evening?
1: Our special guest is Mary Jo Hummeldorf. Let me say that name again because it's big. Yeah, Mary Jo to... Hummeldorf. Hummeldorf. Or Hummeldorf. Hummeldorf, if you're in Germany. And um, she is a sister of Divine Providence in Melbourne, Kentucky. Really?
0: Yes. Fascinating. Yes, indeed. Um, And we're going to be talking with Mary Jo about integrity tonight. That's right. Outstanding. Uh, Are you there, Mary Jo? Do we have you on the line? I'm here. Very good. Um, Mary Jo, our our element of Thinking Fabulous tonight is integrity. Do you have any thoughts or ideas on that subject you'd like to share with us?
2: Well, when I think of integrity, I think of being a, a single person. I'm just one person. And so my thoughts and my actions and my words all have to be in harmony with one another. So I can't say one thing and be feeling the opposite. That's not integrity. I I have to speak what I feel and agree with what I really believe or think. Then I have integrity. I am who I am. I see. And um, I would say when, when we're speaking that way, we're being authentic. Mm. Which is another and one of our principles. Authenticity does impress people in a positive way, even if they don't even know what it is. They, they, they can sense that this there's something about this person that's true.
1: Um, Mary Jo, is there... A uh, an experience that could um, kind of bring shed light on integrity? Like, is there a certain uh, way of life right now that you've observed where people could really um, benefit spiritually by bringing integrity into their lives? Is there any kind of example you can give where it's kind of tough to have that and you've got to harness it up and learn how to use it? Or somewhere in your life? That-
2: well, I think it's hard for people in general to to at least live integrity. Uh, They may be aware that they're not being true to themselves. For example, depending on what kind of position they have in the corporate world, Mm -hmm. they may do things that they would prefer not to do because they want to keep their job.
1: Right. Like perhaps some of the CEOs of some of the large banks that have been found to be rather corrupt when they're admitting how much their publicly owned businesses should be... Uh, traded for and have been called to the courts and convicted
2: <laughs> that's, that's right now so I, there's a lot of n- lack of authenticity and integrity in in the world at the present time and I think a fair number of people are realizing that and so they leave the corporate world they give up what in general is called you know the, the real life right and they're being true to themselves so they go back either to the land or to their family or to some other profession that's the exact opposite of what they've been doing because they can't live this unauthentic life
0: do you, do you feel that the simpler the life the easier it is to practice strong elements of integrity?
2: I missed one of the words you said do
0: you, do you believe that the simplicity of your life lends itself to a, a more, a, a life of better integrity?
2: I think it makes it probably easier to be, to have integrity.
1: But you can have a very complicated life and always manage your integrity. It, That's right. You know, because we can't let anybody off the hook here. <laughs> Nobody gets off the hook on the 12 elements of Thinking Fabulous. Um, Mayor Joe, is there a... um? A situation that you would be willing to share where you had to, where you were leaning towards compromising your integrity in your career as a sister of divine providence, where something came up and in your political aggrandizement or your desires to move ahead, and you had to really sleep on whether you were going to move in a particular direction and chose uh, much differently than you would have expected yourself to choose because of your integrity? Did you ever slightly compromise and then face up and head in the right direction? Well, I'm
2: sure in my lifetime I have certainly done that uh, because integrity has always been important to me. Mm -hmm. But when I was younger, of course, I was not as mature as I am now. Right. And I, I don't have any specific example from that point in time, but I know that I always was concerned about, and struggled with, now, am I really doing what I believe I ought to be doing? Right. Or am I doing it in the way I ought to be doing it?
1: Right. And Uh, for our seven listeners, um, could you um, define, you mentioned something to me earlier that is news to me, and would be news to others, that there there is a difference between being a sister and being a nun. Can you... Please um, elaborate on what that difference is. And last but not least also, how long right. have you been a Sister of Divine
2: Providence? Well, I've been a Sister of Divine Providence for 55 years.
1: That's a long time. Congratulations. That's
2: right. That's a long time. And, um, but it's the difference between a Sister and a Nun is just, I call it a technical difference. Okay. Uh, I think to everybody else who are not, they just think Nuns and Sisters are one and the same thing. I did, and in one sense we are. But nuns take what we call a solemn vow, and we take a simple vow.
1: What's the difference between solemn and so? so a solemn... solemn
2: vow is, I'll say, absolutely for life. You cannot be dispensed from it. Oh. We can be dispensed from our vows if we had some good reason why we needed to do that. So, but a, a solemn vow, you can't do that.
1: So, if but people have done it, right? Oh yes. So if they, but if they do it. It, forgive me for being uh, eccentric in this. Then they they they're like they're sinful because they broke. No, no,
2: their... they no, no, they're not sinful. Uh, oh, but I, I, I don't integrity. I don't know all the technicalities because I'm not a nun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that 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 is the difference between them.
1: One is a solemn vow, and one is a what was yours? Simple. A simple vow,
0: huh? A simple vow. Huh? Interesting. Mary Jo, thank you so much for sharing with us your views on integrity and your all definition right. of, uh, of the difference between a sister and a nun. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's been quite a pleasure having you on our show tonight.
2: Well, thank you very much.
0: Thank you. Yeah, and, and keep up
1: all the magnificent work with the um, what will end up being millions of people that you affect just by simply being the great woman that you are. Thank you, and we'll look forward to talking to you in the future.
2: All
3: right. Thank you. Uh-huh.
1: Bye-bye. So there you have it.
3: Will you count me in? I've been awake for a while now. You got me feeling like a child now. Because every time I see a bubbly face, I get the tingles in a silly place. It starts in my toes and I crinkle my nose. A smile please stay for a while now just take your time wherever you go the rain is falling on my windowpane but we are hiding in a safer place undercover staying dry and warm you give me feelings that I adore they start in my toes make me crinkle my nose wherever it goes Smile, please stay for a while now Just take your time Wherever you go But what am I gonna say When you make me feel this way I just mm, And it starts in my toes Makes me cry 55 years. On a simple vow. On a
1: simple vow. Not on vow. a
0: solemn vow. She's I would have gone on solemn.
1: It. I think solemn should get a higher pay. She's
0: not tied to She's it. Not, she she could walk out any, any time. She could meet like, some cute guy, well, hopping a motorcycle, and be out in, of town. Be out of town, without out of town with... Without her. really affecting her integrity one bit. No, and since she doesn't wear any of the
1: wrap anymore, we wouldn't even know her if she was on the back of a motorcycle, even with a rock star. Oh, my. Yeah, so she could do that. But I think that's kind of like marriage. In... Some of the the best marriages. Well,
0: some of the differences between I didn't marry Christ. I'm just dating him. (laughs) That's the difference (laughs) between a solemn vow and a simple vow. And she can see Christ are just dating.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right. And they don't. And that kind of integrity. Allows a person the freedom to move about inside of their promise. And they still stay connected. Where they don't make a big deal out of it. It's kind of like couples that have domestic partnership agreements. And people that have legal documents. Who are usually struggling like fish stuck in a tank too small. But -hmm. when you have the freedom to go and come as you darn well please. You're there because you choose to be
0: there. And it's a much more powerful state of relationship. Now she defined integrity as a person who does what they say they're going to do. Who's being at one 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 with what they say, and how they feel. Yeah. But I I didn't really ask her, because I didn't really know how to word it, but I'll ask you instead. What about the other side of the coin? Being? Well, we have a friend who uh, talks a good story, talks a good game, tries to be uh, a a nice person, a good person on the outside, tries to, to give up the impression that he's... Wholesome and clean and nice and sweet. But both of us know that he's an absolute slut. <laughs> now, th- that to me is a problem with integrity because in front of his friends and in front of his family, he's like, right. oh, no, no I'm, I'm a nice guy. I've, right. you know, but, but when we see him out at the bars, we know differently. So that's an integral problem there. Mm-hmm. What if, and, and I'm just saying to go by Aunt, Aunt Mary Jo's tack, if he was to become one with himself, as she had mentioned before, mm-hmm. and he became more... Of what it is that he actually wants to be rather than hanging his hat on the concept of oh I need to appear this way I need to appear like wholesome an and, actor, pious right? and 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 the boy next door mm-hmm. I'm going to be more authentic with myself mm-hmm. and I'm just going to stop pretending and just be the slut that I am uh-huh. now isn't it interesting that did you have to bring up a slut when we just hung up from the sister of divine providence I'm sorry I kinda... found something more appropriate you're, you're, I'm losing my train of thought here. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Um, isn't it interesting that in the in the interest of integrity he would go in the direction of where he's more authentic, which is not necessarily the holy Okay, but he's person.
1: authentic in each one of his positions. What he has not done is integrated his different characters. I think that's one reason why we love actors today so much because an actor has the ability to put a hat on for about 6 weeks, get paid large sums and participate at that Comical rate of being a part of some aspect of themselves. And then they get to change hats and do it again and again and again and again. And we get to watch the same person in many different ways. Sometimes this, they do it well. And sometimes they do it well. And sometimes they do it sloppy and they still do it well, like our friend. But our friend's desire to be who he is only in certain environments cheats himself. Mm-hmm. out of being complete mm-hmm. with the rest of the people. And it's not unlike, let's say, the corporate people we're bringing up earlier. When some of those guys are going home after they've just run Ford Motor Company and they know that half of their tires have killed thousands of people, um, that CEO, whoever's managing that particular division, has to go home at night. And then they think, well, I'm going to take my hat off and go home now. And now I'm going to be a father or I'm going to be a husband or I'm going to be uh, with my friends tonight. You People get an idea that work and life is, are separated and that there's different levels of integrity related to both environments. That's an illusion. Mm-hmm. The truth is your life is your work and your work is your life. And somebody like Mary Jo at the Sister Divine Providence has been working at teaching people that you are one. And once you reach and you get a vibrating effect from some action you're taking that is separating you from your whole, that is where you need to make life changes. So any of us, whether it's part- coming home at night and feeling shaken in, in our boots by what we did earlier, or we're coming into our office after we beat the crap out of our made at home and we're wearing our nice little suit and our nails have been polished and the blood is not there and the skin is no longer <laughs> under the fibers of the sweater, um, we need to, you need to bring it home and be who you
0: are so that you can get at peace and enjoy a full and fruitful life. I absolutely agree. You know, um, Jan Phillips was... Uh, Speaking of nuns and sisters, Jan Phillips was a former uh, nun. She was on one of our earlier episodes. You remember the yes. She she was. We talked with her about appreciation. Oh, which she did eloquently. Yes, she did. Yeah, and please uh, look up uh, appreciation, appreciation on the twelve on, elements of fabulous Going back to Jan Phillips, but one of the things that Jan Phillips did in the, the last author years, of original thinking, the art of in her book art. in the art of original thinking, she talks about how well, many people believe and many people are, misunderstand the fact that there there must be a dichotomy between people and profits, that that you're either for people or you're for profits. And what she shows in her book, The Art of Original Thinking, um, The Making of a Thought Leader, is that you can have people, the planet, and profits in your bottom line and actually do better than, and she cites specific examples of companies that do that, that put people and the planet in their bottom line with profits and actually do well. It's called doing well by doing good there are well several companies out there. And in fact, Jan Phillips mentions a handful of them, but I have read and seen several times in the paper and in some of the podcasts and in some of the blogs that I've seen that there are many, many companies out there, uh, more and more each day, that are doing well by doing, doing good. good. They're upping their bottom line by including the environment and other people uh, in it. So. Yeah. With that, this has been Sounds Fabulous. I'm Tommy Gable. And I'm Camber Hill. is brought to you by Images Everything Los Angeles and... Go to thinkfabulous.com. What are we going to be talking about next week? Good old-fashioned joy. Just the concept of joy. Joy. Simple joy. Simple joy. Joy to the world, all the boys and girls. Now, let me ask you a question. What role does joy play in thinking and being fabulous?
1: Well, when you're in absolute moments of joy, they're usually the result and the gift of having thought fabulous through a whole bunch of different conundrums that has led you to this wonderful place of pure ecstatic joy. It's kind of like going on a date and finding somebody who you think is really hot and sexy and then you have to date them. (laughs) And then you have to take them out to dinner and you have to entice them and you have to dice them and love them. Then you gotta kiss them. And then the joy comes
0: in right when you buwanko with them. And there you have it. You've been listening to Sounds Fabulous, brought to you by Images Everything Los Angeles and Fabulous.com. I'm Tommy Gable. And I'm Camber Hill. We'll see you next week. Take care. Happy holidays. Bye-bye. Will you count me in?
3: I've been awake for a while now. You got me feeling like a child now. undercover staying dry and warm you give me feelings that i adore They start in my toes make me crinkle my nose wherever it goes i always know that you make me smile please stay for a while now just take your time